Welcome to episode 114 of Peace and Cues Podcast. I'm Clay, by myself today, one last time. Joe's coming back next week. We had Thanksgiving. Everyone's sick. You know how that goes. I talk about some bullshit. I talk about a couple movies. Uh, I talk about the Seattle Kraken just dominating right now, which you'll hear. But this is a short episode, so I appreciate you guys' help and your, uh, your support. As always, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Monday. Happy everything. Sit back. Relax. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. just me by myself i appreciate you guys putting up with it uh i know obviously it's more entertaining when it is me and joe but fuck i'm life man fucking life i can tell you right now um there's some good things in life right now and there's bad things in life right now fucking not gonna talk about any of the bad things in life because they're not like personal problems of mine they're like you know like famine and hunger and uh, pollution. Those are bad things. But life, for me personally, is like pretty fucking dope right now. I'm just getting over being sick. Just had the holidays roll through. Thanksgiving was tight. I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. This is definitely going to be a super short episode. Like you, you might only get 15 minutes out of me. I don't know what I can tell you. Um, the fucking Kraken are on an absolute fucking heater right now, which is muy bueno, <laughs> I think, is very good in Spanish, okay? I mean, we just had a huge statement win Friday night against the Vegas Golden Knights, and then, you know, last year when we'd beat, like, a team like Colorado, and then we'd have a game against the Coyotes two days later, and we would lose the game versus the Coyotes. We had a game versus Anaheim, who is... I think the sec second west second worst or very worst team in the league right now. They have six total wins. They're absolute dog shit. Um, and this is the kind of game that you actually have to win if you want people to think that you're actually the real deal. And we did win tonight, five to four. We were up four to two. We got a little tight there for a second, but. It was very good. I mean, we were firing on all cylinders. They had back-to-back power play goals, which didn't look great on paper. But if you're watching the game live, we all understood there was not a chance that the Kraken were going to lose that game, even for one second. And to all the cocksuckers out there who thought that the Kraken were going to be a bottom feeder this season, I just read last night via moneyhockey.com or moneypuck.com the Seattle Kraken have the highest possibility of winning the Stanley Cup this year. Didn't make that up. You didn't hear that from me, but you heard that from me. Okay, you heard it here first. I don't know if they'll win the Stanley Cup. We have a very good rounded team, like a super well-rounded team. You know, everybody's scoring. Everybody is doing well. Shane Wright, our number one overall draft pick, uh, got him fourth this year. He... Got sent down to the minors, which is a good thing for him. He's 18 years old, right? So he got sent down to the minors on a conditional. 
And he's got four goals in three games. Not a big deal. He just needed to fucking knock the knock the knock the rust off. Get the juices flowing. Please. Are you kidding me? So uh that's tight. Uh we'll get him back and probably get him through, you know, twenty five or I'd say he probably plays twenty five solid games this year. I mean, it really depends on how far away we break away from the herd or how far we are in the middle or if we're scraping at that last playoff position because that's when you can't really give the rookie, you know, 12, 13-plus minutes of ice time. You got you to gotta know when it's right. I mean, you can listen to all these interviews of these guys who played, you know, 1,000-plus games in the league, 13 years, 14 seasons, whatever, and... Most of their interviews are like, how was your rookie year? And all of them have the same story almost. Played about 18 games, played most of it down in the minors, was just trying to grind to get back to the top. Now, the difference is is that we drafted Shane Wright from the OHL. We didn't draft him from college or from... uh, So, how do I explain this? If you draft a person from uh, an entity like the WHL or the OHL, um, they cannot get sent to your AHL team, which is your minor league team. So the Firebirds of the Seattle's minor league team. So any of the guys that we have right now on roster can go down to the Firebirds. But all those other guys that we drafted last year, a lot of them for the OHL, they can only go back to their their previous team, so they're still technically drafted by Seattle, but we don't have, you know, it's it's a way that you can draft a bunch of players and, you know, there's not that many minor league systems. It's a rule, I think, that needs to be changed. But So a guy like Shane Wright would have to go back to the OHL. I think he had like 157 points last season in the OHL. So um, you can see... That he, I'm looking up his uh, stats. You can see he wouldn't develop at all in the OHL, so we'd just be losing a year with him. So we sent him there on a conditional. Um. So let's see, Shane Wright's stats. Okay. I don't want to see that. I want to see last year's games. Um, Let me pause this so I can find it, boy. So you have to sit them for... I think you have to sit them for five games in the NHL. Healthy scratch them. And then you can send them on a conditional to the AHL for five games. And then they come back. So... Hopefully that helps. The five games helps because the HL is like higher level than a lot of the other places. Um, and yeah, fucking the boys are rolling. Um, besides that, nothing really new. I mean, Thanksgiving was pretty quiet. We went over to the Sidler's house, right? My brother and sister-in-law. Fucking beautiful house. Beautiful presentation. They really know how to fucking do it over there. I'm telling you this right now. Like, Thanksgiving at their place is so goddamn cozy. I can't even start 
to like the smell, the the temperature. Because sometimes you can go to like a, a Thanksgiving or a Christmas. How many times you're cooking? You're sweating. It's too hot in there. This house is big. There's always like the appropriate amount of bodies in a room. They just nail it. And then I ate like a weed edible, like right when I got there. And, um, you know, I got a little frog. I I almost got there. I almost got a little way too high. You know, like I was right on the verge of just being almost way too high. It's all good. I mean, that shit happens, obviously. Um, But the brownies must have been super strong because I ate like... If you were to stack five dimes on top of each other and then make it into a square, that's how big of a piece I ate. And like, damn near lost my cool. You know. But I I, I persevered. Got a plate of food down. Fucking drank a Coca-Cola classic with my meal. Full sugar. Didn't give a fuck. Didn't care. Ate apple pie, had regular cake. I didn't give a shit. (laughs) Don't caution the wind, baby. This is my day. Fuck yeah. Um, Fuck. Other than that, I mean, the Kraken are rolling. Uh, Everybody's sick. Every single person on the planet is sick. Um, Thanksgiving happened. Oh, me and Gooch. So we came home Thanksgiving. Gooch uh, came over to our house. He was at Mallory and David's with us. And then he come, came over afterwards. Um, and Allie fell asleep. Kids fell asleep. So Gooch and I watched a movie called The Deep House. Now, what The Deep House is, first of all, 76% on Rotten Tomatoes, which I know means fucking nothing. But like these, these scores are starting to get so out of hand. Well, there's 76 on Rotten Tomatoes, and you're like, how do you figure? Because the audience score is the true outlier of how good a movie is, right? Because that's all the people being like, oh, it was all right, right? Um, I'd have given it a 1 out of 10. It was a piece of shit. Uh, so essentially what it is, it's a couple. They're a YouTube couple, and they explore spooky places, right? And so... They find out about, like, this town that got flooded by this massive flood back in the day. And apparently there's a preserved, like, preserved houses in this super, super secret lake that only a few people know how to get there. It's in France. And so they're looking for it. They get lost. And then they get to the lake, and it's like the Ozarks. It is hella people everywhere, jet skiing, fucking boat launch it's like lake chelan dude (laughs) and so they're like well this is fucked so they go and they find some old frenchman and he's like i know one house that's for sure nobody knows about it's hella far away from here but it's in this lake and nobody knows about it but me so there's a red flag for you if you're a person who likes to stay alive you recognize that as a red flag that's a that's a that's a Blink of an eye decision right there. Some old French guy you've never met with with fucked up acne all over his face comes up to you and goes, Ha-ha, I know where there is a perfectly preserved house on the water. It's pretty far away. You have to walk a couple miles on foot. Fuck that. So they follow him like idiots. 
Because the movie would just not even be a movie if they're like, nah. I think we're just going to drink Margs here. There's a food truck at the, at the lake. <laughs> so they follow the dude. And it's a, sure as shit, it's a haunted underwater house, right? And there's some pretty good jump scares. Like, there's some parts where I'm like, God damn it, right? But, like, all in all, halfway through the movie, Gooch looked over at me. My brother-in-law, Gooch, looked over at me. He goes, God, I hope this movie's almost over. Or something like that, you know? That's when the discussion of, well, I'm just watching to see how it finishes at this point. Like, I've already put 45 minutes into it. I need to see how it finishes. And it finishes bad. It finishes super bad. Gooch went up and looked up, like, Reddit stats on it. And it was like, you know, like, the house was said to be, like, 150 meters underwater and blah, 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 blah. It would take them X amount of time to get under there with how much. So they were, like, fact-checking because they were, like, we have 60 minutes worth of air. That should be plenty of time. And then they're underwater forever, you know. And so people on Reddit just fucking fine-tooth comb that ass <laughs> so coldly. <laughs> Which is funny. Like, but, um, yeah, so that movie sucked dick. And then Gooch went home. And then I turned on a movie uh, called Smile. It just came out on Peacock? Paramount, maybe? I don't know. It's the one with that super spooky smile. And that movie was actually, that was a good yawn. That movie was actually kind of dope. I like a good scary movie. It was a pretty scary movie. I enjoyed it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, oh yeah. So I read this thing and it reminded me of the deep house. And that's why I wanted to talk to you. I forgot about that. Uh, the 24th was the nine-year anniversary of a gentleman named John Jones dive, uh, being a spelunker, and he died in a cave called Nutty Putty Cave in Utah, right? So this guy and his 13 friends, Mormon as hell, before Thanksgiving go, hey, we want to go out to Nutty Putty and do a little cave exploration. And he finds himself stuck upside down in a part of the cave that's branded as the birth canal. This guy's stats, he was six foot, 200 pounds. So he's not supposed to be spelunking, period. Like, unless you're in one of those big dog ones where trees are growing inside of it, you're not supposed, I'm not supposed to be spelunking. Don't put me in a cave. You're tripping. You're tripping. I cannot think. Diving in an underwater house, I can't think of a more inappropriate hobby, except for spelunking. Caves are caves, man. Who gives a fuck? You're not going to find gold in there. I promise you, you will not find gold in there. And, the, and you know what the problem is? Is that Nutty Putty Cave sounds like a fun place. It sounds like a place where Snickers grow off the ceiling. Or fucking like, you can like scoop water off the ground and be like, holy shit, that's ice cold horchata. You know, but it's, it's not that it's where people die. Hella people have died at Nutty Putty. John Jones was actually the reason they sealed it off. And they're like, no more spelunking in this cave, boys, because you keep fucking dying. It means hella people. Have 
everyone's like, you got like a hard on for people who smoke cigarettes. You're like, that's bad for you. But then some guy's like, I'm going to go in that cave. And they're like, what's in there? And he's like, I don't know. And you're like, what if you get stuck or lost? I don't know. That's like such a chance of like immediate death as opposed to like a 91-year-old who's like still smokes Marbreds. You know? Or people who free solo mountains. Like, you can't go up to that person and be like, you can't climb that wall. You're going to die. Like, no, this is my personal decision. Stop shaming people who do drugs and alcohol and smoke cigarettes. Because there's people who are sober who do just as stupid shit. They just do it in a, like, if I were to die, it would be much quicker. Oh, damn, I've only been going for 16 minutes. That is a tough feeling. I mean, can you blame me? Can you blame me? It's fucking my first long weekend. We got Thanksgiving. Everyone's sick. KJ's sick. I'm sick. Both my kids were sick. My brother Dan, I was going to go see him today. Meet up with my cousin ha- or my nephew Hawkin. They both got sick. Fucking nightmare, dude. <laughs> this is one of the worst flu seasons ever, ever, ever was. Have you ever heard of our best bar beefs? When my kids got sick, man, they just kept getting sick and sick and sick and sick and sick. They're still coughing up stuff, but they're not like really, really sick anymore. So um, we're running on low sleep. We're running on low T. I don't give a fuck. Okay? I'm just kidding. Ask my wife. I don't have low T. Like, I might have low T to want to exercise, but I don't want low T to get in that ass. And you can you can take that to the bank. Okay? <sighs> boy, oh boy, oh boy. What else do I got? Any new shows? Any new things happening? Got a Christmas list. We got a Christmas list from uh, Lucia and uh, Bo. He's not asking for much. He's just, he's a wild man. So whatever he gets, he'll get. Uh, we were watching the 2018 version of The Grinch, the, the Illumination. Illumination? Is that what it's called? Illumination? Yeah, it's the Minions movies, right? They made a Grinch movie. Back in 2018. And in every Grinch movie, there's been a mom, a dad, and then, you know, like, between three and 12 kids, uh, depending on which version of the Grinch you've watched. And it was so weird, because in this one, uh, Cindy Lou Who's mom doesn't have a husband. So Lou Lou Who, that's his name, is nowhere to be found in the 2018. So she's a single mother with Cindy Lou Who and... I think Bean and Bunt or something. Bunt and Bean, I believe. Bunt Lou Who and Bean Lou Who. That's funny. Um, and I don't know. Maybe what, like me, me and my wife were having the conversation about it. Where do you think that the first dad died? Or is it just one dad and then they found out they're having twins and he hit the road? You think he got arrested? There's so many different uh, conspiracies. But, so I was looking into that. And I was like, I can't find anything on where this fucking Lulu who is. Like, couldn't find anything. I think they just wanted to be like, 
you know what? We're going to depict Cindy Lou Who's mom as a fucking single mother just trying to make it through the fucking day. And that's what it... But, so the conspiracy is, is that Jack... Jack Lantern, or whatever his name is, from fucking uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Night Nightmare Before Christmas, isn't that what it's called? Nightmare Before Christmas. Nightmare Before Christmas. And his name is... Well, Jack, what's his name? Jack Skeleton. Skellington. So Jack Skellington from... Nightmare Before Christmas, when he, something happened, Grinch is supposed to be Jack Skellington. You know what? (laughs) On that note, I'm going to shut her down. I'm going to shut her down for the day. Okay, because I got stuff, I have other stuff that I have to do in life. And I wanted to give you, I wanted, I'm saving the Let's Talk Tuesdays. I'm saving them up. Joe's coming back next week hard. I'm giving you guys a little break. I'm giving you guys 20, 21 minutes, 15 seconds of fucking mediocre listening. Hopefully that gets you to your fucking uh, work parking lot Monday morning. I, I just got, I got nothing. I got no capacity for it right now. So I, I got it. I gotta let you guys go. I really, I appreciate the listens. I appreciate the love. We appreciate you reaching out to us on P's and Q's podcast, uh, Instagram. We appreciate you checking us out on TikTok. We appreciate the Gmail. Uh, Let's talk Tuesday slides. We appreciate everything. Um, but every once in a while, you just gotta take a break. I hope you guys can come back next week. Me and Joe will be back, firing on all cylinders, kicking ass, taking names, sucking dicks. Fucking eating ass, all that good stuff. Um, but other than that, uh, that's all I got. And I hope you guys have a happy uh, Thanksgiving weekend and roll into this week. If you're listening to this on Monday, go kick ass at your job with a big smile on your face, whether you like it or not, and just be happy to be there. Hoorah, baby. Yeah. <laughs>